Hello and welcome to the Four Comic Junkies podcast. When the comics aren't enough and you need a little extra fix, I'm your host JJ Hodges. And uh, folks, this is uh, this is not fun. This is not okay. This is the second time we've had to do uh, kind of an impromptu tribute episode to uh, a childhood hero of ours. Uh, joining me today is uh, is my good buddy, the uh, North Jersey nerd himself, Mike. Uh, thanks for coming on, Mike. I wish this was under better circumstances. So, so do I. It's uh, you know, as of a couple of days ago, we have found out that um, Jason David Frank, the legendary Green Ranger, White Ranger, you know, Red Ranger, Black Ranger, Lord Dracon, you know, uh, throughout the past thirty years, uh, has passed away um, from what we can tell through uh, through suicide which is, uh, it makes it a, a thousand times more tragic, uh, in, in my opinion. Um, but, uh, you know, as with, like, especially with the, the Kevin episode, we don't want to focus too much on the, on the tragedy. Let's, you know, let's focus on what, uh, what, this, what this guy meant to us, you know, throughout our lives here. And, Mike, I know you're a huge Power Ranger fan. Massive Power Ranger fan. Um, when I posted it on Facebook when it first happened and I shared some photos. Um, I said that the impact he had on my childhood was immeasurable, to be honest. Um, When I was six years old, we adopted, my parents and I adopted our first dog, a golden retriever. And I named the dog Tommy. Actually, after his character, because he was, it, it, him and Kevin Conroy, I said, a week ago or a week and a half ago, I lost the voice of my childhood. As many yeah. of us did. And now I lost the face of my childhood. You know, the two biggest factors, arguably, in pop culture that defined my childhood as a whole. I mean, I got a Green Ranger tattoo and everything. I was looking to get white on the other arm. And I had Jason sign the tattoo, and then I got a signature tattooed all on it. That's awesome. I got the whole thing. I was like, all right, thank God I got that. Um, <laughs> and it was sad. Somebody was telling me, he's like, yo, you had the Batman tattoo as well. I have the anime series and beyond on it. I had Kevin Conroy sign that. I didn't get that tattooed on me, but I have a photo of it. It'll probably get added at this point. Yeah. But, um, but Jason was a, a, a defining factor for so many of us and mm-hmm. shaped it just shape just shaped the 90s shaped our childhoods like how many of us played power rangers on the playground mm-hmm. you know we collected the toys the, the 95 movie is still fantastic in my opinion it, yeah he's a legend he is a legend the uh you know it's funny i was thinking about it i was watching uh toy story 2 um with uh with my daughter and we were watching and and i thought about it a lot where you know it's like uh, the first toy story is uh i mean it's legendary in and of itself for being a groundbreaking computer animated film yada yada but i loved how the they designed buzz lightyear and they and, you know, the producers have said this in multiple interviews they designed buzz lightyear to be the ultimate toy the toy that everybody wanted right and and I thought about it and I was like, that was the Green Ranger toy. Everybody wanted that toy. And I remember it being sold out like 
for like months before my mom was able to get me one. And yeah. and it had kind of this, some of the same features, you know, like like Buzz's hand, the way it, it, his hand moved and everything. I just thought, man, like the, they could do that. They had it was the at least from where where I was sitting, the, the taller ones were the first time that like points of articulation were a thing, right? I remember the taller ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that was just so cool. And um, now the lighting collection is just as cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's even more detail with them, and they expanded the line so much. I'm looking over off to the side right now in my apartment, and on one of my shelves of video games, I have Green Ranger and White Ranger. And then for my birthday this past year, I was able to get um, White Ninjetti. Nice. So I'm going to try to get, at this point, I got to try to get the other ones. If, uh, I think they did Red Zio. Just try to find Red Zio somewhere. You know, I always like, it, it kind of irks me a little bit sometimes whenever I've seen any of these like Power Ranger tribute specials that they've done in years past. Mm-hmm. When they, they never acknowledge him as Red Turbo. Yeah, yeah. They, they usually go with granted, TJ. <laughs> granted, TJ did take over after. Yeah. Absolutely. But he started it as Red Turbo. He was in the Turbo movie, which, you know, we won't really talk too much about. <laughs> but, uh, and then to just have him and Amy Jo Johnson as little cameos in the 2017 Power Ranger movie just really emphasized their legacy. And what was it, the 25th anniversary with the Master Morpher? I believe so. Yeah. But anniversary, like to give. To acknowledge the fact that this man has been so many different rangers to give him his own master morph where he could change into anyone. Yeah. That just shows how much of an impact he had on the series as a whole. And they need at this point, they need to make the master morph a real toy. Oh, for sure. And and it's funny because the, you know, I, I think and it's not a this isn't like breaking news and this isn't like a, a nostalgia you know, thing or whatever. It's like with Power Rangers, is it really silly to watch? Yeah. Do we care though? Nah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, I because I re- recently rewatched uh, the the Green with Evil episodes, and mm. I mean that was, I mean that was when we were kids. That was massive. That was that was an event. It's like oh, there's a sixth Power Ranger and he's evil, and it was five parts and. It's so funny because, you know, a lot of the episodes are filler and they're fun. And, you know, and I remember even as kids, we joked that, yep, it's like, okay, so they fight the monster, they go back to the command center, they beat the monster, the monster turns big, and then they call the swords, right? (laughs) So there was always a bit of a formula, but that episode was kind of the first one to break the formula in a really awesome way. And and it actually, when I rewatched it, I was surprised how much... I truly enjoyed it, how it, it it was a lot darker than than most of the other episodes. Well, because it was one of the few where it had the good guys lose a lot. Yeah. Every battle till the end, they lost. That's why they had to drag it to five episodes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lot of loss. And and it's funny because I think I I think I put on Twitter when when Jason gets transported to the, the dark dimension and has to fight Goldar. I said, uh, "As like, when, uh, when did your anxiety start?" I think it was when Jason was trying to hide in the fog from Goldar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was very, 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 very anxious moment for yeah. sure. And for and sure. the 
and, and the fact that you know he kind of stuck with it all these years you know and and not just in a cynical way right you know he didn't do it i mean i'm sure there was hefty paychecks with it at least as the years went on because there definitely weren't when they first started um but you know as the years went on like he he stayed with it and and he would come back like he came back in uh you know dino thunder and uh when they did the uh uh, Forever Red. I love that episode, you know, in the uh, Wild Force. And then the 20th anniversary, and then yeah. the 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So, every, like, monumental moment he came back, and not only was he, like, a leader on the show, but, like, in recent years, very much a leader in the real world, because if you think about it, you didn't see too many other Rangers doing conventions until he was really in the con circuit. Oh, yeah. A lot of them. And, you know, like he reconnected with Johnny and Bosch at a few cons early on mm-hmm. and a couple others. But then I bet, like, he probably spread the word, like, hey, guys, you know, this is pretty cool. Like, you know, not only do you make a decent amount of money, because let, let's be honest, we're all adults here. Yeah. Money is a huge factor. Of course. So not only good amount of money but you get to hang out with some awesome people you get to meet celebrities that you wanted to and you know you're, you're getting praised the, the entire day by by fans you yep. know who's who made their childhood amazing and that's why i've told every single ranger whenever i met them all i said was thank you for my childhood yeah there was a video that started circulating on tiktok of um uh jason it, during the COVID times um doing a signing and and he's outside and he says he, i'm paraphrasing but he basically says like you know if if any you know if, if anybody gets tired of hearing you say that you're their hero they're not worth your time yeah i appreciate it every single time and i live for it every single time and i think that's what hurts the most is you see him at the conventions and you see how happy he was there interacting with the fans and all and just how much of a good guy he was and how genuine he was and how genuinely thankful he was and well receptive of what he meant to all of us. Yeah. But, you know, behind closed doors, there was, you know, a lot of darkness then. Um, I think that's the part that hurts the most, but you know, anybody who got to meet him knows exactly what I'm saying. I I met him uh, 2013. I think that was the only that was the only time I ever met him, which was kind of a bummer because I really wanted to. Um, I really wanted to. You know, it the same thing with Kevin Conroy. I could have looked through my comic book collection, some yeah. stuff I action figures I bought. And I could have easily found something else. Um, could have easily dropped about two grand. In- <laughs> just on on that kind of stuff well especially when the uh the boom comic books started coming out too and it was very much a uh you know a a retelling of the power rangers after the green ranger turned good and those those you know i i I have I, i haven't read them in a long time but those first few issues that led into like the shattered grid event i mean those were amazing and the way Kyle Higgins wrote them, excuse me, he also wrote, you know, Batman Beyond. Uh, and, and again, that was amazing too. Um, it's like, 
he said, I'm writing the Power Rangers that I felt when I was a kid watching it. And I was like, that's exactly right. And I love this. And he a very adult version of the Power Rangers that's right for us. Yeah. You know, we love Mighty Morphin growing up. You want something a little serious, a little more serious, excuse me, maybe when you're an adult. This was it. Yeah. And it was yep. so monumental and so well done and dealt with serious adult issues. Yep. And like, especially Tommy having PTSD, thinking, you know, he's being haunted by Rita and stuff. Really great stuff. I, I reread some of it recently. Uh, like, a, a, it's like, stuff that, like, you know, happened to him in the show, but they obviously couldn't show it right. on, a, on a kid's TV series. Right. But, you know, in if it was real, mm-hmm. that would have been the case. Like if they did a movie similar to 2017, um, but as that particular cast, you know, right. the OG Morphin cast, you know, you know that they would have shown stuff like that. Did you get to read Soul of the Dragon, though? Yes. Uh, I haven't read it in a while, but I I that was that was an immediate purchase and read. Uh, and I, I loved it. It was so good. <laughs> it's going to be a reread for me. I got to get it back. For, it's it's all my comics are at um are at my parents' house. That's going to be a reread next time I go there, uh, probably over Thanksgiving. I'll um I'm gonna grab some and, and reread them. Well, there's and and that's kind of the cool thing is that when they did they're doing these crossovers, you know. So there's you know Godzilla versus the Power Rangers, which I just bought. Um, you know Justice League and the Power Rangers, um, Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers. It was always the OG cast, you know. They didn't, and and that's no disrespect to like Zeo or Turbo or you know the countless ones that have come after. That I, I'm not very familiar with all those. But it's it says a lot to me that, yeah, like, and they even, like, Tom Taylor's, you know, Justice League Power Rangers is the OG Power Rangers with the original Zords, but they're fighting Lord Zed, which my brain had to kind of go, that's not right, Tom. No, <laughs> Zed, they got new Zords, they got the Thunder Zords, and then I was yeah. like, ah, oh, you know what, it's freaking Batman's teaming up with the, <laughs> with the Power Rangers, so. And that's, a, again, a testament to how Mighty Morphin Power Rangers were. It was the biggest phenomenon. Yeah. You know, it was the app. And, and you know what? That's also a testament to, I know I said that word a lot, but just to our childhood. Yeah. Different phenomenon. We, mm-hmm. you know, we were in the world of Cabbage Patch dolls and Power Rangers and, you know, Transformers and He Man. And, you know, the list goes on and on and on and on about uh, how many extravagant fandoms we had toys for and you oh, yeah. know and nice and everything like we had a phenomenal phenomenal childhood we had yeah the best it you know yeah. no disrespect to anybody else like the time period we had the best one i'm sorry <laughs> and, I, and frank played a major role in that i i think a big part of it is like kids now you know when i go through like when i see the toy aisle it's, it's one thing for like my daughter who loves like Barbie dolls and Disney princesses and stuff, you know, so there's, there's always been plenty of that stuff, but I feel like when we were kids, like, you know, I, I look at the, the toys and stuff. I'm like, man, toys were just cooler when we were kids, you know, like, and, 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 were. and maybe nowadays it has to do with like kids get electronics and they're playing more games and stuff. And, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, I, the coolest thing for us was like, wow, look at these graphics on like a Super Nintendo. <laughs> um, 
But and, and those Power Ranger games were, were so much fun on those consoles too. The movie one is fantastic. I always uh I always love the um I didn't get to play it that much because I didn't have it, but whenever I'd go to the store, I'd rent it. Uh, you know, another thing that's gone, Blockbuster. Um, the um uh, what was it? The like the cover is like the giant Lord Zed being punched in the face by the Thunder Megazord. So like all these different combinations you could do for like a Mortal Kombat uh style fight. Yeah. That was, Actually, that was fun. You you just reminded me. I was gonna mention this when you were talking about crossover series. Did you know there was there is a web series, a web comic, Power Rangers versus a Nightmare on Elm Street. No, there is a web comic, and it came out, started coming out probably 2019. Okay, maybe, maybe 2020 tops. I'm thinking 2019, and it might be four to five issues, and it's basically the Power Rangers versus Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and, and a boatload, dude. So many things happen. Like, I think he he becomes ruler. There's a there's Hellraiser. There's Pinhead and the other Cenobites. I mean, at one point, Common Rider comes in. The Common Rider teamed up with the Power Rangers. At least mm. um, crossovers beyond belief. It is so friggin' cool. That's that's your sweet spot right there. <laughs> it's like Google Power Rangers versus a Nightmare on Elm Street, and it should come up. It's got its own website. As long as it's still active, I'm not sure. I haven't gone on in a little while. Mm. Um, but it was it was absolutely fantastic. That's that's really awesome. I got to check that out for sure. Um, it's you know it's funny because they uh, there's been attempts to do like more mature Power Ranger stuff. There was that short from. I want to say 2013 or 14 uh, that Joseph Conn exactly what you're talking about. with the guns. Yeah. They had the rifle and they were more like soldiers. Right. Yeah, um, so exactly what you're talking about. And I remember that, that kind of, it, it, well, they got in trouble with Saban because they didn't actually have the rights to do it. But, right. um, but uh, you know, it, it was kind of, it circulated, you know, the internet for a while. And yeah. I remember Jason David Frank uh, like when he talked about it, I, I kind of gave pause to it. Like I enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, but he, he was really against it. He said, no, man, like Power Rangers is for kids. And I don't like that. I don't like that. I didn't like the swearing. I didn't like how violent it was. And, and I really, I respected him on that because if anybody's quote unquote, the authority on Power Rangers, it's him, you know? So when he I, says, yeah, yeah, it wasn't for me. I, re- I remember watching some of that and even I turned it off a little bit because I was like, it's okay, but it was like, it felt like it was doing cliche adult things just to be adult. Like, again, the, the swearing, um, yeah. sexual content, uh, blood and gore and everything like that. It wasn't like, you know, we're going to have the cast deal with adult issues like again going back to the comics the boom comics if you had tommy oliver dealing with the ptsd and the trauma of being under rita's control and uh, again afraid of it happening again hearing her voice in his head having trouble sleeping etc etc um and and there was even like you know when they would go to the other uh dimension and that uh, group is dealing with loss and I think right. that group, Billy, was uh, was the one that passed. And Trini trying to hold on and protect our Billy, you know, because she doesn't want to deal with that again. Those are, right. like, serious issues, you know? It's not 
it's nothing cliche or anything like that, you know? It's making our heroes real, dealing with real-life problems. That's something that I hope they explore a little further at some point. Maybe in a video game, that would be cool. Um, That that would be the perfect spot for it, Um, like a long-form video game. And and that was the thing that when, you know, Kyle Higgins was doing all that and led up to Shattered Grid, he filmed that that short video that looks incredible. The short uh, video is amazing, which again is Jason Aaron Frank as, as Lord Dracon, yeah. Dracon. Uh, and, and that just looked, you know, I remember watching it and, and people sharing it on Facebook and people who weren't reading the comics were going, what is this? And, yeah. you know, and I think some people were kind of deflated when we'd be like, oh, it's a new comic that's coming out. They were like, oh. Like, that would have been a fantastic movie, though. I it really would have been that. Like, uh, I don't know what their budget was for that. Probably not very much, but I mean, they were able to make it look like you know something that was being produced by you know, Warner Brothers or Disney or something. You know, speaking of producing things, one of my favorite Power Ranger videos is actually the making of the uh, the first movie, the '95 movie. Oh yeah, it was a making of special that I watched as a kid and my parents recorded it on a VHS tape mm-hmm. so I always rewatch it. And if you go back, it's funny as hell to rewatch it and see like all the other like vintage commercials. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was a TV special. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can find the whole thing on YouTube, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. And it's so cool to see it, to see it being made. And I always loved hearing the cast, that cast in particular, talk about stories on set. Mm-hmm. And they always talk about Jason being a, um, a prankster yep. and everything, but it was all in good fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, nobody ever got mad at him about anything like that, you know? Yeah. But it, it, you, you know, that group especially had fun. Yeah. They, I, I think uh, the, you know, as, as like cliche as it sounds, and you can tell even when they would get back together for the, reu- the reunions and even just the reunions that weren't filmed at regular cons, right? That, you know, there was a, you know, a level of respect that they all had for each other. And, and it was always fun to, and, and even now seeing the posts that like Amy Jo Johnson had about Jason. And, uh, and that really broke my heart because I was like, I don't know, because like Kimberly and, and Tommy, I mean, that was like Lois and Clark to me. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? I was like, I was like, uh, so when they were together in the uh, the 2017 movie, my heart just like felt I was just like, I know it's not them, it's just it's just the actors making a cameo, but in well, my like, head, in my head canon, it's them. <laughs> in my head canon, they got together and they're good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and no offense to cat uh, in later seasons and stuff but um but that was the funny thing is when uh you know when he came back for dino thunder I, I i didn't watch a lot of it but i did watch the episode which is strangely rather poignant now where he fights all his old power ranger so well i don't again i don't think he fights the red turbo though it's just zeo white and green Zio, uh white and green yeah it was just those three um uh what was it called 
I think it's called Once a Ranger, maybe. I, I don't some, know. Something like that, I think. Um, I, know, I know the episode you're talking about. It, it's one of the most well-known Power Ranger episodes. Yeah, and it's done perfectly. Yeah. And, and it was funny because Tommy, you know, he had... There were events with him, with the original series, you know, that were kind of circled around the Green and White Ranger, right? You know, because I'll never forget being a kid... And it's the episode, it's it's like the return of the, well, it's not the return of the Green Ranger episodes, but it's, because that's a different thing where the White and Green Ranger fight. But in this case, it was, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's like, the, it's like parent day at the school, but all the parents get kidnapped by Rita. And then, yeah. and, and the Power Rangers lose their power coins. And it, it was like the coolest ending, the best cliffhanger I'd ever seen of, of a TV show at the time when they're like, what are we going to do? Like, no one no one can help us. And Tommy walks into the juice bar and he looks around and he goes, where is everyone? And, you know, then the music comes up, go Green Ranger! And I yes. remember being a kid, like, losing my mind, going, he's going to save them! <laughs> because at that point as well, he was back and forth. Like, did they bring him on? Yeah, but his contract was limited. So he brought him in for a few episodes here and there. Mm-hmm. Until they had the storyline where he lost the power, right? The the green candle, he, and we, but would still just be friends with them uh, from time to time. My mom tells me because um, she recalls obviously, you know, having to watch it when I was a kid because that's all <laughs> I wanted to watch. Obviously, as many of us did, of course. <laughs> she remembers hearing the studio was getting letters from parents angry that Tommy was off the show because mm-hmm. the kids were distraught. They weren't eating. Like they were traumatized that Tommy Oliver wasn't on the show anymore. And that's why I decided to bring him back and make him this bigger role because the fans and the kids wanted it so much. Yeah, again, That's how much this man meant to us. Even back then. Yeah. Yeah. Even back then, that's how much we didn't, we, we didn't know the actor. Yeah. Tommy Oliver and that's what Jason did that's what he brought to the table you know mm. he, that's just how that's just how he is you know that's how he was my mom always told me how the um when I first got into Power Rangers actually I was about two um so it's 94 I was born in 92 so about 1994 I'm uh or even younger. I might have been one actually at uh, 93. Anyway, she says I was sitting on a couch and I was watching a show that came on before it on Fox. Mm-hmm. She had to get up real quick, just go into the other room, into the kitchen, get a drink or something like that. Whatever. It was one room away. Yeah. She comes back, Power Rangers on. She changes the channel because I wasn't watching it. She changes the channel. As soon as she changed the channel, I started crying. <laughs> and then she went back to Power Rangers and I stopped crying and I was just mesmerized and there's home movie of me super close to the TV at like two years old then at that point and later you know when I really knew it punching and kicking the 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 air and stuff and yep. I remember one moment from a home movie when I was two years old and we're on vacation the Jersey Shore in the hotel room my dad is filming on one of the camcorders that's the size of my torso. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Power Rangers is on. I'm in a Power Rangers bathrobe because we had just come back from the beach. I'm in a Power Rangers bathrobe, punching and kicking, and it's the same recycled shot of Tommy 
as a white ranger on top of the white dragon, uh, white tiger sword holding Saba, and he does the little like salute and then the head nod. Yep, yep. And I am hyped beyond belief. Yep. And I'm sure countless other kids at that exact same moment were doing the same thing I was doing and hyped just as much. It, I mean, that's that's adorable. I, I love that. Um, and and let me tell you, you know, uh, you, you know, uh, I've said privately to you and I'll say on air, congratulations on your engagement. Um, Thank you. So let, let me tell you that when you. September 20th, 2024, we have a date in a venue. Awesome. Awesome. That's amazing. Um, when, you know, if, if, you know, you do have kids down the line, there's really nothing like watching that happen. And like for my daughter, it's it's like Elsa and Frozen and stuff. Like she'll be playing with her toys, and then suddenly the first few notes of "Let It Go" will start. She'll drop everything, stand up, and start singing along. And yeah, and I just I I'm we've watched Frozen a million times, and I'm like in tears every time. I'm people are like, "Oh, don't you get tired of watching Frozen?" I'm like, "I'm not watching that. I'm watching her." You know? <laughs> well, because because. Yeah, and that's the thing you have the firsthand experience, and I would love an experience like that if I have a kid, you know, and I'm going to show them all the stuff that I grew up with. I'm going to show them Batman anime series. I'm going to show them Power Rangers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, you're seeing it from the different point of view because you're probably seeing it, and correct me if I'm wrong, you got hyped in the same way for things that you were a fan of. Yeah. Now it's different. Now it's even better because this is what she's a fan of. This is her fandom. And, you know, 20, 25 years down the road, she's probably going to be talking with friends the same way you and I are talking right now, but about Frozen. Right. And about like, oh my God, do you remember seeing this? You know, oh, my dad has like a video of me doing X, Y, and Z or whatever, you know, while Frozen was on and getting hyped about it. Yeah. It's going to be the same conversation, which is so cool. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, and I think it's, it's awesome that Power Rangers has gone on for so long that it's, it's at that point now, you know, where it, when Tommy came back, you know, when they did the, the Mega Force episode where it was like, it was like practically every Power Ranger ever a few years ago. Yeah. Um, it, you know, that maybe some, that, that kids were probably watching that, you know, that might've been a little bit older than us watching that with their parents going, who's that? And then they're like, well, let me show you, you know what I mean? And, and I, and it's just, the only thing I ever got signed from him was a white Ranger Funko pop. Cause I, I remember, I, I think I was going to get a picture signed, but then I was like, well, I want to find something. And then I found the white Ranger Funko and I was like, well, this is, I remember talking to my sister. I'm like, well, this is kind of fitting, right? Because it's a toy and Power Rangers was all about toys and stuff, you know? And, you know, and of course, you know, she's she's the same way where, you know, she, we're, we're saying that and then like, oh, yeah, that, that does make sense because of this, that, and the other thing, blah, blah, blah. And and then her wife is like, you guys are way overthinking this. Just get something signed. <laughs> um, Got to think about it. Yeah. Um, no, I, the one thing I regret most is when I, I when I got rid of my Power Ranger toys, but I kept a few. Mm-hmm. And one that I kept was the very first thing my parents ever, very first Power Ranger toy my parents ever bought for me. Um, they got me the Dragon Dagger from back then. Oh, yeah. That 
And I got, I was able to get Jason to sign that. I told him this was the very first Power Ranger toy my parents ever got for me. And ba- I put batteries in it. It still worked. That's awesome. <laughs> it, it, very faint, but it was still able to make the sound at least. Yeah. You could, no. tell. But you could tell it was, it was the dragon dagger or the dragon flute sound. I remember having a, a Saba when I was a kid. And, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And like it, it presses and you go, it's like, you know, here we go, White Ranger or whatever, you know, which I, I forgot about Saba until I rewatched the show. I, I rewatched the White Light episodes. I was like, oh, my God, I completely forgot about him. <laughs> like, who did the voice of Saba? I have no idea. Like, if that actor is still alive, God willing, like, they need to do cons. Seriously. Um, like, I was with Saba. They didn't have it that much, but Saba was so damn cool. Yeah. I love in the in the, um, the movie when they fight the ooze monsters, which was uh, the ooze minions, which is one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, it was right before they defeated all of them. He pulls out Saba and he goes, I want you guys to meet Saba. And then fucking just like, this whole. <laughs> and around and shoots the lasers out of his eyes. It's like, it's so yeah. cool. It's like, yeah. the, it's one of the best swords. Like if you, if you're talking like any kind of weaponry sword specifically from our generation, you got, um, and I'm good. I, I am blanking on the name, but the sword from uh, He-Man. Oh, yeah, the sword from He-Man, and the sword from uh, Thundercats. Yep. And Saba. Yeah. Like, like some of the top three. I, I'm blanking on the names, and I apologize. <laughs> um, it, it's been a minute. It's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's been something. I tell you. Um, but I I gotta say though that um, when what I always found just awesome about like I uh, the only thing about the movie that annoys me is the fact that 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 that's like I don't know you, you, it's like I guess a different universe technically because they never went back to when they did the the ninja stuff in the show they did a different origin which bugged the crap out of me I was like you already did this you know it's it's its own standalone thing but I think that's why it works hmm. because when you look at Turbo the show continued right after the movie right so the movie basically felt like a made for tv kind of thing you know glorified made for tv thing sure and had to make sure that they were still in the same parameters that whatever they did was going to carry over the 95 movie was able to stand on its own and just be a really good movie yeah can i tell you while we're talking about the movie of course my pro- one of my pride and joys in collecting for autographs. Mm-hmm. I got the VHS copy that I had in 95, 96 then. The original VHS copy signed by all the Rangers and Ivan Ooze. Oh, that's awesome. Got all of them on. I actually have it, yes, right here. Um, I know you're just doing audio, but I'm going to show you anyway. <laughs> So, so oh. actually, oh it was I got to meet Amy Joe. You know, she was trying to find space on here, and Jason was the first one that I got to sign this, and he signed it the largest right there. We were joking about it, where she's like, "There's not much room." I go, "Yeah, because Jason signed the biggest." She goes, "Of course he would." Um, <laughs> right there. Yeah. Um, I was able to get uh, Johnny and Bosch right there. He actually signed it. I'm a frog. Very nice. <laughs> uh, Amy Joe, right there. 
Uh, Aisha went up here. Mm -hmm. Billy went over here. And um, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? So, I, so all of them signed the front. Uh, oh, yes. There is Paul Freeman right on the spine, right by Tommy on the spine, um, Ivan Ooze. So right. this is like, in terms of like collecting autographs, this is my pride and joy right here. That is incredible. Um, man, I got to, I got to meet some of the other Rangers. I've only uh, gotten, um, uh, I, I've only gotten the original Jason, Austin St. John and, um, and, and uh, Jason David Frank, but they were both like so, so sweet when I met them. Uh, they are, they are. It was funny when Austin, when I met Austin St. John, you know, we were talking a little bit and then I was, um, I, I think I was putting cash away or I was getting cash out or whatever out of my wallet for the autograph and the photo and all. And then somebody came up next to me and was like, and started talking to him and, and was saying hi and stuff like that. And he was very pleasant with him. He's like, oh, thanks. And he goes, um, are you guys together? And, you know, are you friends or whatever? And we're like, no, or whatever. And he looked at the other guy. He goes, all right, let me finish up with him and, and then I'll get to you, you know? He... I, I thought that meant a lot. And then the guy just stepped back, no problem. He wanted to take his time with every single fan. And that's why you see a Jason David Frank line at any con. If you were going on that, that was all you're doing at con. Yep. He always had the longest lines and they lasted forever. But when you were up there and you got to meet him, it was so worth the wait. It, you. Yeah felt special after that you're praising this man for all that he's done and all that he's meant to you and he's taking it in fully and distributing it back and spending yeah. time with you and is showing his gratitude yeah you know you don't get that all the time at these causes she's excited to do whatever it's worth the, it was worth the price always and it was always worth the wait for any of them they were always like that when it, well and he also wasn't too expensive too so that was nice too um, it was always good it was never too it was never like oh uh 298 for a high five no yeah right right um but I, what I loved was, uh, you know, he and Kevin Conroy would do this. Like when they would come out, they would both like, especially J Jason David Frank. He did it more than Kevin would, but like Jason David Frank would literally jump on the table and and scream out, "It's morphin' time!" and "Hiya, hiya!" You know, and like start kicking and stuff. And I remember watching him do that, and my jaw was on the floor, going, "Oh my god! If I can only be like he, he like he's like, you know, he was forty nine. So you know, a few years ago, obviously." Less than that, but I was thinking, like, man, if I can be that agile at forty, <laughs> you know, doing something right. Um, it was funny when I got to meet. Um, one of the times I got to meet Kevin Conroy, he had his booth right next to Jason David Frank. That's right. Yeah, they were usually pretty close. They were very close, and that was the thing. And was just like, and I remember I was turned to my mom, um, and uh, I was. And I, saying you know oh my god it's the face of my childhood and the voice of my childhood right next to each other this is amazing and you know jason Aaron frank was doing that getting his crowd hyped he was good with that because he knew it was a long way so he crowd hype he was great with that kevin conroy probably wanted a piece of the action yeah it's on the table i don't know if you were on the same line as me with this but he gets on the table and he does his i am vengeance i am the night 
I am Batman in that yeah. voice. Getting to hear that live. Oh my god. They they uh they it and I I do remember seeing that, uh seeing them both do it. Um because I think it was the first, it was 2013 I met uh, Jason and David Frank. Uh, and I'd already met him, but the 2014 is when I saw Kevin again. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to see Kevin again, of course, you know. And my sister and I always said, at any con that Stephen Amell and Kevin Conroy were at, we would find something new for them to sign. And it was true. I have like three or four <laughs> Kevin and Stephen Amell autographs. Um, whereas we got in the... Um, you know, I remember like watching that happen. I remember watching Jason jump on the table and do that. And then, and then seeing Kevin kind of do that. And, I, and my sister and I kind of like, oh, these dudes are, they, they know what they're doing. You know, like, I mean, especially Kevin Connor, who's a theater actor, you know, he loves yeah. to get an audience riled up. Um, and, and Jason David Frank just being energetic and just wanting to, you know, have, you know, get everybody hyped up and, and yeah. getting and getting up there with them, you know, like if you see my picture now on, on Facebook and I think I put it up on Twitter, it's me where I was dressed as Wolverine, which all I really did was put on a white tank top and jeans and I grew my hair out, <laughs> which, by the way, going to job interviews <laughs> with those mutton chops <laughs> was people were like, oh, so uh, I was like, uh, I'm, I'm going to a convention and I'm going as Wolverine. So that's why I look like this right now. And they're like, oh, OK, that's cool. I like Wolverine. I like the X-Men movies. I was like. Cool. <laughs> um, I did not get those jobs though, but <laughs> I did when I got back. I shaved. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, and it was, uh, you know, he he was just so he was generous with his time and and you know, and just you could tell like you can tell when they want to be there. You can tell when they're they're just kind of doing it for the money or they're even even if they're tired or whatever, you know. But What's what's really sad is we're saying all this that he loved going to the cons, he loved meeting the fans, and he was always like, if you ever were on his Instagram or TikToks, always talking that stuff up, like yeah. always super excited. So I'm sure he, like the rest of us, were bummed, you know, during quarantine when we couldn't go anywhere, you know, um, you know, I I know I was, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. on a very micro level of course because that the pandemic was awful in and of itself but that not being able to go to a convention and be surrounded by people i mean that's how we became friends you know we were in line together um and and it's just it's so sad to think that all that gratitude and love was poured on him and he couldn't give it to himself you know it's that's the worst part, the worst part. and you know, to, you know, to anyone listening out there, you know, if you're, if you're feeling low, you know, please seek help. You know, you, it's, I mean, depression is no joke. I've. No, I, and it needs to be taken way more seriously in life. There are too many people that don't understand it. And you know what? I wouldn't wish depression or anxiety on my worst enemy. It is, yep. it is no joke. It is, it, it, it is the worst feeling. And those that don't have either and don't understand it, be grateful. It is the worst. But I get it. You don't, they don't understand what it's like. Yeah. So, oh, you're sad, whatever. Build, you know, build up. It's fine. Nothing. 
No, you don't know the hell that is going on in someone else's head. Um, it needs to be taken way more seriously in life right now and, and needs to be treated and needs to be cared for because this kind of shit happens way too often. The thing that this is, oh, sorry, go ahead. Um, it, it, well, the thing that pisses me off is when in somebody in his case, the, the cynical side that comes out of people going, well, wasn't he rich? Like, what did he have to be sad about? And to them, I say, fuck you. Like, you don't, you don't know what people are going through. You don't know. You know, like, they're, they're, if you just do some research, I'm not going to go into it here. You just do some research on Google about him. You could see various things that were going on in his life that were falling apart. You can see that if you just Google a little bit, there are there are articles and reports about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that that had to have played a factor. You just don't know right. what is going on in someone else's head. And you know, if somebody is reaching out to you or is 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 crying for help, act on it. Please yeah. just act on it. Yeah, for sure. It's it's not something like, well, I'm busy right now. Can I call you later? Like, no. Give give them the, you know, ten minutes of your day is better than having to schedule around a funeral. You there know? may not be a later. Yeah, you may not be able to call them later. You know. Yeah. Uh, what's what's five minutes? Right. If anything, you know, what's five minutes? And, and you know, you got something like this where. We see, we saw how we thought he was so happy. We know he was beloved amongst all of us fans. Right. We're seeing everything as joyous. Clearly, that was not the case. Yeah. You know, so looks can be deceiving. If you are with someone, you are on their inner circle, and they are crying for help, take it seriously. It's, you know, it's, it's no joke. It's some, you know, you never know the, the impact you can have on somebody's life. Right. And, you know, and actually when I was, uh, I, I met Nakia Burris, this, this past New York Comic-Con, yeah. and I never, I never talked to her before. And, uh, but she and I had a huge conversation where I said, you know, are, I was like, I bet when you were doing Power Rangers back then, you just kind of thought it was a job and didn't think much of it. And now here you are seeing how it's impacted so many people and and she said she said i'm stunned every time i go to one of these things because it's true you know it's they just play characters on tv but you know look to us it was so much more it had everything you know like yeah we were joking you know you were talking before about how it was the same thing over and over again and yeah jason has said in interviews you know when they would do table reserve be like all right, there's, you know, meeting at the juice bar, a monster shows up, fight, 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 go to the command center, more swords, fight, 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 explosion, mm. whatever. It's this thing over and over again. But look at that formula. It, it, you know, the bright colors, the costumes, the fighting, the music, the morphing, yeah. the big monsters and the robots. It was so cool. Yeah. It was so damn cool. We ate it up. And yet to them, it was whatever at that time. Right. You know? And even then, we didn't have conventions like this. No, so no. Get to really see too much. Like they knew it was huge. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, and they knew they were toys and, and whatnot. But now you, you get this on such a more personal level, yeah. you know, where they, they all know what they mean to us. Yeah. And yeah. Jason, I think it's like, at least for me, I'm sure about many others, top dog. Yeah. Always yeah. top dog. Um, re- real quick before we wrap up here, do you have a, uh, a favorite Jason story like that might have been like a behind the scenes or, um, or something like that, you know, because one that comes to mind for me is I, I wasn't at this panel, I was watching it on YouTube. And he said that sometimes like he'll be at the airport or something and people would recognize him. And he looks a lot different now, you know, he's, he's slightly more buff, he's tatted up. And I guess somebody there were people that would come up to him and he would, he would never just say, Oh yeah, I was on power Rangers. He would always just mess with them. And, and they'd be like, Hey, don't I know you from somewhere? And he'd be like, you ever been to prison? Have you uh, ever been in the adult film industry? You know? <laughs> and they, and they'd kind of like walk away from him, but you know, but it was, he was the jokester and all of them were talking about how he's a prankster. Yeah. And I, that's so cool. That's so funny. Um, there's a few that come to mind. Mm. Um, one of which being when they were filming Turbo and they were on the beach and they had to run into the water to save Jason and Kimberly, which they yeah. then found out were the dummies that uh, that the villains uh, placed in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked over at, I think it was probably Johnny. And Johnny Young Bosch who played Adam. Mm-hmm. And he looked over and said, and like they were about to film, and then he goes, "Just run behind me." And Johnny's like, "What?" And it actually just takes off, and he starts peeing. <laughs> and he's going in the—he figured he's going in the ocean anyway. It's gonna wash off. Yeah. You don't want the trail, so he's like, "Just run behind me." <laughs> oh, I didn't know that one. That's a good one. That was a good one. There, there are a few others like you know who just mess with Kimberly or Amy Jo Johnson, excuse me, constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask you this: Then, are there any episodes of the Power Rangers or Jason moments that stand out to you? Um, I think like the that's a good one. Um. I'll even take, like, like I said, overall episodes. I, I think, it, you know, the, the the green candle was was kind of big for me as a kid because, because you know, talking about, like, you know, when the, the heroes lost in the green with evil, like, that, that he lost, that he lost his powers. I, I actually, I couldn't believe it. I was like, he's... Devastating. Yeah, it was like, he, he doesn't have his powers anymore? That's not okay. And and that wow. was in a, one of the very handful of ex- reasons or episodes that actually dealt with something that was kind of real and yes, and there were even subsequent episodes where jason was really felt really guilty about it because yeah. he thought he could have saved tommy and he couldn't um so then when he came back as the white ranger you know it, it like we as the fans you know it's it's like the it you know it was it was the on your left moment right <laughs> when we were kids it was like yes he's back <laughs> That was the end game moment for us as kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and just the line that he does, just, just 
the line that he does, it will always be ingrained in my brain when he just goes, guess who's back? Yep, yep. Always ingrained in my brain. Um, for me, mm-hmm. off the beaten path. Obviously, green with evil, the green candle, yep. him coming back, et cetera, et cetera, are all monumental. I vividly remember the, uh, the Christmas episode when they were at the North Pole. And they fought Lord Zed at the North Pole with the elves. Oh, yeah. I remember that vividly. Watched it every Christmas. And my mom to this day will say, my favorite episode when I was like a toddler watching this was the Wild West episode. Amy Jo Johnson, I guess she's like in a dream sequence or whatever I think it was. And she sees all the rest of her friends as like Wild West characters. And Tommy is like the white stallion and he's a cowboy dressed in all white all white horse and everything and he's the big hero you know kind of lone ranger style she said like i eat unless she put that that episode on it had to be (laughs) and i just would refuse to eat (laughs) unless that episode was on so that (laughs) out to me just everything he did and and another thing that's like you know that i saw that really got to me online was when people put images of him and his brother from the show and said well they're together again yeah um, yeah uh, for those who don't know jason had a brother who passed away years ago years ago uh he was very sick i believe i, I think uh, it was leukemia if i remember correctly he made a few guest appearances on power rangers during the zeo era i believe it was i think so um so you know, people saying other oh, they're together again. Um, people putting stuff with Jason and Trini together. Um, yep. she passed in a one, I think it was. Yeah, a car crash for her. Yeah, crash. Um, it, it's, it's just terrible. It's just it, it's 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 so heartbreaking. It it is, and uh, you know, and it's you know. And what's kind of a bummer is I've been thinking about the phrase uh, uh, never meet your heroes. I think in, in both of these cases with Kevin Conroy and with Jason David Frank, I, I'm glad I met my heroes, you know, so, and, you know, and, and Kevin seeing all the different Batman cosplays that came through, you know, he loved that, you know, mm-hmm. he loved going to the conventions and same with Jason David Frank. He loved seeing all the different Power Rangers. I know you've cosplayed as, um, you know, yeah, the White Ninja, and I, I love, I loved, uh, you know, I love seeing all that. And but you know, this past time I saw you were Freddy, so that was cool. <laughs> um, and uh, and that video too, by the way, that New York Comic Con put up, I thought, you know, that you were in the Wolf of the Prime Time, and then it cut off. <laughs> and I was like, I love it. <laughs> um, well, you know, uh, and that's how we kind of keep their memories going, isn't it? That you know, I'm yeah. sure you'll, you know. Now that we can go back to Comic Cons, I know you're, you know, you're always doing anything you can think of as your as your next costume. Well, you know, like we were talking about earlier, I, you know, if I ever have a kid someday, I'm showing that kid Power Rangers oh, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and and just hey, little one, this is what I grew up on. Yeah, this, these are my heroes. And then white, green or white, whatever comes up, whatever I show them first, be like, see that one? That one was my favorite. Yeah. That was my hero. 
Um, and then Batman anime series, I want that to be their first. Yeah, I want that to be their introduction to Batman. So that's my introduction to Batman. Yeah. And that's the voice I hear in my head whenever <clears throat> I'm reading a Batman comic or whatever. That's it. And I want them to, to be like, what's that? Like, there's a comedian, Burt Kreischer, my favorite comedian. And he said one of the thrills he had as a parent, his kids are older now, like they're one's in college and one's in high school. But a thrill that he had as a parent when they were younger was experience, was experiencing them to things that he knew were awesome. Mm-hmm. Like one time he, he, uh, he showed his kids brownies. And then said, you could put ice cream on them too. Um, you know, just seeing their eyes light up. You know, I want that to be like, all right, this is something I want you to see. And then for the intro to Batman to show up and it comes up and be like, what's that? This is Batman. Or yeah. Power Rangers, and just that theme starts playing. What's that? He's at a Power Rangers. Yeah. You know, like this. You're going to like this a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's- that's what I want. And just to see it carry on. And and I think it, you know, and, and nowadays we're at such an advantage where, it, you know, I, I could I could turn on Netflix and I watched Power Rangers last night, you know, yeah. and that was and that was awesome. Um, you know, and I think uh, the movie is the first movie is on HBO Max, you know, so I I watched that not too long ago because I was like, I was like, whatever, I get the night off, you know, kids with mom. Like, you know, it's like, ironically, the, the adult man's going to watch it by himself. But um, but, you know, I was just. I was all into it and I got flooded back with memories of buying the soundtrack back then, you know, which I still have on my phone, you know, like that had a great soundtrack. Oh, dude, I was doing dishes earlier uh, tonight and I had the Power Ranger theme playing. Yep. And I was just going to town, just singing away, doing the dishes. It was good. It, it, It gives you chills. Everything about that show just gives you chills in such a good way. It is so powerful you know yeah everything about it is so powerful in the uh the 2017 movie when they finally get their powers um and and they're you know the zords are charging down you know the desert and the theme plays the go go power rangers i'm my dad in the theater and i'm like hitting him off the side (laughs) because he watched me grow up with this stuff yep words of this I'm hitting him. I'm like, oh my God, it's the theme. He's hysterically laughing at me. Not making fun of me, but he did yeah. the joy of seeing me like being like that. And you know, I I I felt five years old again. Same. Old again, you know. Yep. Felt it. It was absolutely perfect. And it probably brought him back to those times. Sure. Yeah. That's what it was. We just had very good times. Yeah. Yeah. And Jake was a huge role. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember because my sister was that way when she was like, well, I'm going to get his autograph, too. And I was like, really? Did you like Power Rangers? She was like, yeah, I watched it with you all the time. And yeah. she's, she's older than me. But I was like, uh, OK, <laughs> I watched it with you. Yeah, exactly. It brought so many people together. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it's so important. And he was so important. Yeah. And. What else is there to be said, man? He's a, he was a legend, you know. He is a legend. Yeah, he is a legend for sure. He will continue to be talked about. Um, this is probably going to be a, a Power Morphicon or a Ranger stop or whatever in 2023. That's, you know, probably the most important to go to. 
I, if I, they I, have a power. I, I think so too. There, it'll, it'll be bittersweet that he won't be there, um, and especially with the 30th anniversary coming up next year. But we see Paramorphicon planned for 2023 yet. I'm just gonna go on the official Paramorphicon website right now. I'm not seeing anything. I'm seeing him talk about 2024. Jesus. <laughs> early bird early bird and platinum membership for 2024. Yeah, I think it's pretty freaking early. Uh, Paramorphicon. Oh, yeah, because I think they do it every other year. Um, so Paramorphicon 2024, um, late August, Pasadena Convention Center. That might be one to go to. That that would be a lot of fun, especially since that's like where they filmed and everything too back in the... Yeah, I think they, I think they have it close to where the um uh the command center set is yeah yeah um because that was like the original star trek set too <laughs> um everything got reused then you know that's the thing that's the amazing thing is so much was done on such a tight budget and it was phenomenal if you get the chance i don't know if you ever watched uh the netflix series the toys that made us yes yes watch the power ranger episode for that i did i did yeah so interesting anybody watching Go check out that episode. It is so intriguing yeah. to see what happened to get Power Rangers off the ground. Yeah, it it it, it was really fascinating. A lot of it, and, and a lot of it I didn't know. And I consider myself kind of a, a pop culture historian. I love reading about that stuff and looking that stuff up, watching documentaries. Like you were talking about behind the scenes Power Rangers thing. I love that stuff. Um, so seeing, you know, people still be doing that and, I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And then I'm texting people going, hey, did you know, blah, 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 you know? And then everybody just kind of like gives me like the thumbs up on the text. I'm like, well, it's cool to me. <laughs> I'm going to send you that link to the um, to the uh, the making of the movie. Oh, yeah, I, for sure. And I'm going to send you the link to that because it is so damn cool. Uh, I, I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. It like, shows, like, you know, what they did with the Zords and everything. And, you know, they had early access to the actual toy and we're using that in terms of planning, like, okay, well, here's how we're going to make this move. Here's how we're going to do this, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Please do. I, I'm excited to watch that. Um, and Mike, this is, uh, you know, uh, th this really has been great, you know, getting to kind of have this uh, little cathartic moment for us as fans that I, I, think is, uh, I think is important because I, you know, as soon as it happened, I was like, you know, the same thing with Kevin Conroy. It's like, I, I like doing these. I, I don't want to do them, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's beautiful to sit here and say, Hey, we get to talk about our heroes and what they meant to us. And important to do so. Yeah. So um, if people are out there, you know, um, you know, looking, looking for you in the Morphin grid, where can they find you? Insta, Instagram and TikTok at the North Jersey nerd. Um, either of those a lot of horror stuff yeah um you know not much power ranger content on there but don't get me wrong i am a massive fan i just can't fit into his spandex suit <laughs> um I'll, I'll tell you that your uh, your michael myers stuff always makes me laugh so <laughs> um Good. i love so it I, so i do like that um well as for me you can find me at four comic junkies on facebook instagram and twitter mostly twitter um, you can also uh, email me for comicjunkies at gmail.com. Please uh, write a review, subscribe, you know, uh, check out the show. And, um, you know, to all you fans out there, you know, I usually end with like some sort of self-deprecating joke. I don't, uh, it would be inappropriate in this situation. 
So what I will say is, may the power protect you. Now, back to action. <laughs>